2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
3: The following intro is made by Scott because Brian had to go. Mentos, the reef maker. You can't dream of a big salad. McDonald's glory hole. I snored 40 pounds ago. The squirrel conspiracy. You're in so much trouble now, crane operator. Spit a bean and go home. Making things with Bill and a little science with Bobby and more on this episode of... The Morning
0: Stream. They say we're in a banana republic. I think that's an insult uh, to banana republics across the country. I mean, at least the manager of banana republic, unlike our president, knows where he is and why he's there and what he's doing.
2: Nothing like going to Walmart.
3: The Morning Stream into daring rescue action hello everybody welcome to tms it's the morning stream for august 16 2022 i'm scott and he's brian
4: hi brian hello
3: So real quick here, this is uh, an actual, this is a person running for Congress. I just want to play this one more time.
0: They say we're in a banana republic. I think that's an insult uh, to banana republics across the country. I mean, at least the manager at banana republic, unlike our president, knows where he is and why he's there and what he's doing.
4: He said that
3: seriously. He meant that.
4: (laughs) He he really really thinks that the term, the... the, the general term "banana republic" refers to the store, and yeah. not to uh,
3: yeah. Because okay. he's some doughhead idiot, and I watched him in an interview, and the interview was dead serious, and the guy looked at him like, "I'm not even going to follow up on that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going right. to let that go." Uh,
4: and I keep looking on the uh, the mall direct the mall directory for Kangaroo Court, and I can't find it. Can't
3: find it anywhere. Uh, he's I see by- the
4: food court. Where's the Kangaroo Court? <laughs> he's one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's one of the uh one of the carolinas i forget which and i don't remember the guy's name but uh uh good luck well, down there That's all and, I have,
4: I, so. and so you know we can make fun of him i i don't know yet if i feel good about making fun of the um there's nothing like it. it feels like she's doing a voice yeah. Like it's not her real voice, but I'm not sure. Like I, you know.
3: Well, she did a t- she did a post where because she gets this all the time. And oh, really? uh, she did a post where she says that, this is my real voice and if you don't <laughs> like it, you can just not follow my account anymore. Like that was her
4: thing. Oh, no, I love it. I just uh boy. I, I hope uh <laughs> Yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, boy, what do you hope, You're not going to get you in trouble? dating her, uh, she provides the ice picks for your ears. Ah, gotcha. Uh, that's gotcha. what I was going to say. Yes, that's She's, what I was going to say, she... but I decided not to because I'm a nice
3: person. She seems to be married and has kids. And uh, okay. I can't tell. And I'll have
4: deeper voices than her.
3: <laughs> I can't tell how they feel about it. There's no way to <laughs> no. know.
4: <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> if, if she was my wife, I couldn't come on this show and be like, oh yeah, Tina said because it'd be like oh, that's a pretty dead-on impersonation brain it's yeah. really close no
3: the fun of your impersonation is that it's nothing like her voice
4: <laughs> is that it's so far away from yeah, yeah that's the, that's the fun that's the of the it. joke that's the yeah. joke there.
3: yeah that's the joke see yeah it's the humor uh so here's the deal we got a uh, we got a show today all the tuesday trimmings you know all that stuff
4: yeah um, yeah
3: i uh, uh was gonna tell you oh i know before i get to this list so uh so last night Uh, I had a bunch of spaghetti. Okay. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And, uh, I think that contributes to dreams. Now I ate early. It was like before seven. So I was like, you know, I had a nice, I don't know, till 11 o'clock or before I went to bed. So I had a big bunch of time for your usual biological digestion zone. You know, it's fine, Mm -hmm. but I still think these dreams, these wackadoo dreams I have might be fueled by what I eat. So, um, now some of you at home are going yeah, you load it up on pasta. It's not pasta. I do these uh bean-based spaghetti noodles, which is totally giving away our news um uh, it's, thing. It's pasta is what it is. Basta. Um I Basta. forgot the beans, not garbanzo, it's like uh,
4: Mung. It's probably mung beans. Uh, is it mung? I forgot.
3: They're really good though. Um and, and good for you and less you know sure. less pasta like and all that. Yeah. but I I think anytime I eat like, if I go to bed f- forgetting to have dinner, just like it was a busy night, and I just... I never ate or whatever, and then I go to bed, I never dream. If I eat, hmm. I dream. I think that's it. Really? Yeah. I think my body's like, hey, look at all these fresh nutrients. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you yeah. some shit. Get ready for
4: this, and I'm going to show so wait, you some... Wait, let's go back to the not eating. Like, you just... You just eat dinner really early or don't eat dinner at all? Or what's the deal? No, 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 no. I'm not saying I don't. I'm saying
3: on those nights, on the eat. rare times where I have done that, because for whatever reason, you're on a trip or okay. you're busy okay. or I got home late or whatever Gosh, it is and I didn't eat Those are nights anything. you don't
4: drink Okay, so it's not like a regular, like oh, you're no, not no. doing, no. taking your weird fasting thing to new and <laughs> horrifying levels.
3: Dangerous heights. No, 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 no yes, none of okay. that. All I'm All, right. saying, all okay. I'm saying is the nights I have the worst dreams, are the nights where I have eaten uh, closer to bed and and (laughs) large amounts. Does that make sense? Like a larger meal. Not like pigging out or anything, but, you know, a big plate of this pasta bean thing with with a bunch of fresh, you know, meat sauce on it. Uh, When I eat like that, boom, bam, every night, all the time. Yeah, Yeah. okay.
4: Yeah, all right, well.
3: uh, If I did the bag of salad at night, I probably wouldn't have these dreams, you know? Maybe, maybe I should do those that. Those are
4: nutrients too.
3: Yeah, but they're not this. I don't. I don't think they're like the. Uh,
4: the you're thinking like heavier nutrients or yeah, heavier food. Heavier food, them. like like. Well, why don't fare. you test it? Why don't you have a bag of salad for dinner? Uh, I'll try it tonight this week and see if you dream. Because i I'd be willing to bet that it has nothing to do with what you eat. But uh, really, but who knows? Maybe it does. We, dreams feel like one of those things that science just hasn't been able to to figure out. If we could tap in and harness the power of dreams. Yeah. Then all of our dreams could come true.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if anyone out there, like, send us your emails. Do you, if you, have you dreamt differently if you eat more closer to bed? And, like, does that cause you any kind of issues? And I don't mean like, oh, I had heartburn, so I woke up and was grumpy. I don't mean like that. Yeah. I mean like, you know, yeah. did, did you have a, I don't know, like a steak dinner I mean, at if nine? I, if
4: I drink heavily, like, you're not, you know, heavily, if I, if I go to bed more than buzzed, maybe, maybe borderline just, just drunk yeah <laughs> I don't do that as much anymore you know like thinking about the actual term uh, Brian how was the last time you were drunk and I'm like well I mean even in even TMS Vegas I didn't get drunk I got I got tipsy yeah you know I certainly wouldn't have been able to drive I certainly uh, um, you know was was laughing a little bit more than than usual but uh, you weren't sloshed I wasn't sloshed. Uh, wasn't sloshed by any stretch yeah so no but when I do drink then it does it does affect my dreams. So maybe there's something to what you're describing.
3: It could be because you know, I mean, uh, of course, in drinking's case, alcohol goes straight to your uh, your senses and stuff. I don't know the terms yeah. for all this, but so maybe yeah. that's different. But I don't know.
4: <laughs> Claire says, Claire says you didn't get drunk on the high roller. To my and my reply was no, I did my best, but uh, like, <laughs> it's all you can drink, and I drank. You, you know, there was never a time that I was waiting for another drink. It was it was in my hand. Even more so than the, uh, um, than the actual night of TMS Vegas when both Shelley and Barry were making sure that I always had a full drink at all times. At times, I had two full drinks in front of me.
3: I was sure she, uh, Shelly was trying to kill you at one point. She, was having, she, she was, tries, like, but yeah, she can't do it. She just can't, she do, can't it. do it. She can't do it. Yeah, I'm too strong. Uh, so um, anyway, the, drun- bull. the true drunkest times I've ever seen Brian here are the two times you want to know. The two times, here yeah. The two oh, times.
4: I know one of them. Yeah.
3: One of them <laughs> was
4: on Periscope. One of
3: them was a per- late night Periscope at Dave's house. I remember that. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's probably. I think it was my first time I'd seen you quite that drunk. Probably. And then, yeah. Second time was Vegas, twenty nineteen. Uh, after your, um, uh, what the what's that thing called? That oh, you jumped the parachute, off of? the,
4: the jump. Yeah. After yeah.
3: that, you got pr- you got pretty loaded.
4: You know what? That I think I did because um, probably something to do with the adrenaline. Again, people kept handing me drinks that night, and of course, I drank them. Yep. Because I'm, uh, you know, I'm. You're a gracious uh, receiver of I'm drinks. A courteous. If you hand yeah. me a drink. Yeah. Yeah. As long as gonna... it's not thickened or yogurt soda. <laughs> Those two exceptions, uh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, He'll exactly. drink it,
3: um, but yeah, yeah, those are the only two times. So I, I would yeah. say that you're not all that drunk that often. You know,
4: I uh, I don't. You know, I hope people are are uh, try and keep it within my like keep me on the same track, right? Like if I'm if I'm drinking nothing but gin and tonics, uh, don't come up to me with a a grasshopper or a Colorado bulldog or a white Russian or something that's got milk in it or something. You know, a yeah. dairy. One of those drinks that has dairy in it. Yeah,
3: don't do that. But Maybe don't do that ever.
4: No, Lisa. creme de menthe, please. Yeah. Oh, is that? Unless... A, I didn't
3: realize that creme de menthe meant it had uh, cream in it. I guess that makes sense because creme is cream.
4: <laughs> it's right there in the name, Scott. Yeah, it's right there. It also right has, uh, has mint in it. <laughs> it's got some mint. Ooh, it's minty fresh. Mm. It's, it's menth. Yeah, creme yeah. de menthe. <laughs> nice, nice, nice.
3: All right, well, anyway. All right. Uh, anyway. I'm going to now share with you a cool list I found. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm pretty, pretty happy with this. Let me pull this up. Okay. So once in a while we try to do some, you know, like a little quiz for Brian or whatever. These yeah. are more just facts that I want to quiz you about or kind of poke okay. you with. That's
4: good because I did trivia last night. We came in second. Uh,
3: oh, nicely done. I,
4: I tried to talk us to into one right answer and people talked me out of it. But then I, I turned around and I talked us out of a right answer into a wrong answer. So it's all it all came out just fine. And we lost by one point. So had <laughs> neither of those two things happened we would have won but anyway that's
3: fantastic all right so check yes. this out do yeah. you have any desire at all to be buried at sea is that a thing you've ever thought about
4: um yeah it's it's crossed my mind yeah
3: okay like throw your ashes yeah. out there or whatever yeah my sort of my thing.
4: real goal is to be buried in a in a gold statuette and dumped into a um a uh, deep part of like uh South America or Africa where a village can find my statue and, and oh and worship me you. as a god
3: yeah yeah you'll be the yeah. great white god of the north
4: yes yeah, so it's like wow look at this god in his funny hat that's yeah. basically what they'd say yeah what
3: would they call you do you think do you have a name they'd give you
4: uh uh the Sal <laughs> Wow, that's what they call me. Yeah. Sal, all, all, all hail. hail Sal! Yeah,
3: all hail Sal! May he, may his yes. blessings touch our home.
4: <laughs> the great golden god Sal. That's right, fantastic. Anyway, yes, well, so here's the at deal. Sea. Sure.
3: So here's the thing: I got a company here that will turn dead bodies into ocean reef because you know some of the ocean oh. reef is either in danger or gone. And so yeah. their their deal is: if you've ever romanticized being buried at sea, the company Eternal Reefs. Offers an innovative solution. Uh, it mixes the crem- cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, uh, handprints, or even environmentally friendly mementos. When I first read it, I thought it said mentos.
4: <laughs> I will write the fresh maker. Yeah, you know, the, the Freshmaker. maker.
3: Yeah. Uh, the pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it mm-hmm. provides a new habitat for fish and other sea li- uh, life. So basically... On top of this ball, uh, what you picture in your head is as a, as a reef yeah. builds Barnacles on top of and it, and
4: things yeah. can attach to it and, and continue growth, reef yep. growth,
3: circle of life. Man, you could be that ball down there.
4: I, I kind of like that only because I mean it feels like it's a lot of it's a lot of effort when they could just say, "Yeah, we're gonna create a section of reef dedicated to you," yeah, or even <laughs> you know, you know, they they're the whole. Pearl and etching and all that stuff. It's like, oh, great! If you have the power to do all this other stuff of like recreating the reef stuff, let's say we take the pearl and the and the etching and all that stuff out of it. How much more could you do? Yeah. And then could you just say, this section of reef right here is the Bill Jones Reef? Yeah, it's the section. Brian.
3: It's the Brian Emmett Memorial Reef. That's yeah. Look at that it.
4: I'd be. That I'd be cool about.
3: Okay. Then you suit, then yeah. you'd be for eternity. Brian would be into reefer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Here's another uh, weird thing for you. So, there's a monkey uh, or an ape called the bonobo. Sure. Right? I've heard of the bonobo monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Bonobos are common. Yep. And uh, they're not called that on purpose. That was an accident. The name bonobo <laughs> resulted from a misspelling. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. So, check this out. Uh, uh, researchers uh reputedly first, or sorry, first found the uh, animals in the town of uh, Balobo, Zaire, in the 20s, <laughs> B-L-O-B-O-B-O-L-O-B-O. Okay. But the name of the place was misspelled Bonobo on the shipping crate in which the animal was placed. <laughs> so when it got to the other place, they went, oh, it's I guess this is the Bonobo, and it stuck, and that was it.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Real bummer. So forever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It's a bummer for the namesake because forever Moops. Basically, I don't know. <laughs> is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that last night. That exact episode. Did you that episode? It was That's on. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry. The name is Moops. It's a great episode.
4: <laughs> oh, TRPW corrects us. Uh, bonobos are apes, not monkeys. Pocky
0: yeah, apes. I think
3: I thought I said apes. I said monkey at first, and then I said uh, apes yeah. rather, and then and then he didn't hear me. That's what happened. Yeah. Um. All right. There is an annual coffee break festival. You could go to this. Oh.
4: Look at you it, right just now. as I poured myself a new cup of coffee, yeah. I will take a sip as you regale me. With yeah, the look at his
3: that. nude cup of coffee okay. he's got right there. Four million people. Uh, for four million people, the coffee break is key and often an unappreciated part of each day and to stop and give the break its proper due. But in the town of Stoughton, Wisconsin, okay. they host a annual coffee. I swear that Wisconsin hosts a everything festival all the time. Yeah. There's always something going on. Anyway, yeah. uh, the gathering includes coffee tastings, brew-offs. Yeah. So you try to okay. compete coffee there. Coffee brew off. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, bean spitting
4: contests. Would you do that? Would you enjoy well, that? Sure. Like you would just put a coffee bean in your mouth so you can spit it the furthest? Yeah. Yeah.
3: That'd be sure. Right. Sure. Uh, according to city officials, the coffee break was born in the city in the late 1800s as women worked at a local Gunderson's tobacco warehouse and they began the ritual of pausing during the workday to brew up some coffee and have a chat. They think they invented the coffee break. And so now they. <laughs> so this place,
4: uh, Stoughton, is just uh, twenty miles southeast of Madison. It's actually really close to Madison. Nice. See, that's great. Yeah, be an easy, easy fly in, do a spit of bean, and get back on the plane and go home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, here's
3: another fun fact: dolphins. You know the the, the mam they're a mammal. Before you tell me wrong in the chat, I know I know they're mammals. <gasps> Dolphin fish, yes, the fish known as dolphins. The fish yes, known uh-huh. as dolphins. Um, they sleep with one eye open the whole time.
4: What? No way, really? Yeah, <laughs> like yep. like the mob told them to or something. Yeah,
3: I guess they're mostly hey,
4: uh, <laughs> flipper. If I was
3: you, I'd sleep with one you've, eye open.
4: You've wronged my family for the last time. <laughs> you better sleep with one eye open. Hey, how are you doing? Yep, you I already do it. I already
3: do it. It's part of my, uh, my, my, uh,
4: <laughs> my mammal <laughs> heritage. Right. Oh, my God. So many people in the chat room follow up with, do they grip their pillows tight? Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, no kidding. Sleep, sleep with, with one
4: eye open. open. Like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, I just listened to that yesterday. This is all very weird. You guys are wow, freaking me out.
4: weird. It's like we, uh, Premonition Night if the TMS the next day. It's happening. Uh,
3: anyway, they say this is because they're on the constant lookout for predators. Marine animals uh, like them have ne- uh, developed this neat trick of maintaining partial consciousness even as their brain sleeps. wish I could do this. I guess kinda i kind of do this. do this, during, this.
4: every day during uh, TMS.
3: Yeah. I kept hearing myself, I heard myself snort in the night last night.
4: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hate that.
3: It wasn't like a full on, like, or anything. It was just like me going, and I went, ah! <laughs> I kind of woke up, like, shit. <laughs> that was louder than it's supposed to be.
4: Really? Yeah. yeah. No, do you, uh, you know, we've uh, talked about this before if Kim says that you snore and if you stop breathing at night and that sort of thing. But uh,
3: I snored 40 pounds ago. Uh, I don't snore now. So good. Yeah. Good. The, the, the less I weigh, the, the less I snore. Um, nice. but occasionally if i'm on my back i've never been a good back sleeper anyway so if i'm on yeah, my no. back i'll kind oh, of do oh for
4: sure back sleeping yeah it's
3: it's uh that's the worst
4: <laughs> sorry shojo i should have uh, muted i i uh, <laughs> love oh. hearing blow blows nose first thing in the morning
3: oh did you do a nose blow i missed
4: it i barely i, I mean i did but i uh, apologize if i, I should have muted i'm sorry
3: you did farmer blow into your coffee cup that didn't happen Okay.
4: oh god no no I can't do that I,
3: <laughs> I never, can't either dude I can't either too
4: worried about missing like you know <laughs> leave it to Puck you know Puck can do that I'm not going to worry about it
3: Yeah, these farmer blowers you do yeah. you you do you
4: anyway uh, yeah. they've actually
3: tested their they Sorry, tes- what they tested these creatures to see if this negatively impacts them to be half awake and half asleep or whatever yeah yeah um, they remain as alert and perceptive during their waking hours as ever so they figured out a way mm. evolution finds a way
4: that's amazing to be yeah. able to like you know get the rest you need but still have some consciousness to to be able to be aware of predators coming
3: yep yeah. now here's a fun one yeah vacuums the earliest known vacuums. The cleaners, rather, vacuum cleaners.
4: Vacuums. Donnie says vacuum. That's right.
3: Yeah. Were originally horse-drawn. That's how they got going there. Horse-drawn vacuums. Yep. One of the earliest known vacuum cleaners. So large, it had to be hauled into a house, uh, hauled house to house via horse-drawn carriage. Its giant hoses were propped through the windows of the customers. Gas-powered motors generated the suction and pulled the oh, dirt wow. and debris into glass containers, where the onlookers would gawk at the volume
4: uh, that was coming <laughs> out of their homes. Look at how dirty Jezebel's house <laughs> yeah. uh, is. Oh, my gosh. Yep,
3: and then they'd clippity-clop out of there with their horses. <laughs> Go to the next one. I mean, you all look, you look at your fancy, um, I don't know, what's a cool vacuum now? The Dyson. Uh, well, the Dyson, sure. We got a Dyson. Sure. I like Dysons. We have a Dyson yeah. also. And it's yeah. that thing's... Um, I'll say this for Dyson. Like, it. it works as good as any other good vacuum. Like, the suction and all that's fine. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. amazes me about the Dysons is they're not perceptibly made of like different plastics or anything else that i can tell from other vacuums but somehow they last way longer yeah, yeah. way longer they last forever I, I think we bought that thing in i don't know 2003 still yeah. it's still awesome and has never had it's signs of anything Completely fine yeah yeah i don't know they don't make it like that anymore or i guess Dyson does but nobody else does that's why you pay so much for those things because you're gonna keep right that's why
4: they're so expensive yeah because they last but still yeah
3: exactly if you're like man that's too much i'm not paying that much okay well get get ready for every couple years getting a new vacuum Yeah, figure
4: out how much it costs to replace your your crappy kirby
3: yeah you turds every
4: couple years (laughs) (laughs) all
3: right here's one the largest padlock in the world weighs Guess how much? You tell me what you think. Uh, this weighs. I'm
4: going to guess uh, one ton.
3: Let's see. Well, you're not that far like off. Two thousand uh-huh. okay. pounds. Uh huh. Oh no, you're actually half off. Uh, 900- oh, it's two ton. 900- oh, nine hundred and sixteen pounds. One ton, roughly. Okay. Uh, this is great. No, that's half a ton. That is ha- oh, wait.
4: Yeah, a half a ton, ton is two thousand pounds. Yeah, that's why I said half ton. Didn't I say that? I thought I said that. I thought you said. Uh, well, you said first you said half that, and then you said no about that one ton. But never mind. Oh,
3: oh, yeah, no. Two thousand is one ton. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even get my tons right. My tonnage, my tonnage is wrong. <laughs> one
4: ton tomato. Yeah.
3: Uh, created uh, by
4: anyway, it's t- half a ton. Half a at, ton. Uh, created by lock. a
3: team of students and teachers at the Palavo Arts College in Russia. In Russia, padlocks you. <laughs> uh, measures fifty-six point eight inches tall, forty-one point three inches <laughs> wide, ten inches deep, and uh, is a hefty lock, including a key. Uh, that, and that, that part of the weight, uh, whatever it's protecting presumably weighs a lot more than that. So, uh, I think wow. it was just made so, for fun.
4: How many people does it take to turn the key in that thing?
3: I don't know. How many Russians does it take to open a <laughs> half ton key or half ton lock? I don't know.
4: Right. And, right. and what's it locking? I mean, there's so many questions. Why is this, yeah. uh, for why? For Putin's secret <laughs> residence.
3: I don't know. Who knows? Um, pandas, they poop everything. 30 pounds of the stuff every day. Almost everything they eat. 30 pounds of poop a day? Yep. They barely retain any of it. They eat only bamboo, right? Uh Uh-huh. It's also very hard to digest. Mm. That means to get enough nutrients, they got to eat about 30 pounds of the stuff per day. And they defecate about four-fifths of that every day. So they hardly keep any of it.
4: You think wow. you're bad with wow. the with the, the Taco uh, Bell? Yeah, the Taco Bell the next day, <laughs> or the uh, yeah boy the Pope. They're close to the airport. Came straight. <laughs> okay, here's one I didn't expect.
3: This threw me. McDonald's introduced the drive-through service due to the military.
4: Speaking of poop, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
3: this is crazy. The first McDonald's drive-through was installed in a restaurant based in Sierra Vista, Arizona, located near the Fort Hachawaha something military installation. Can't. Mm -hmm. Can't tell what that word is. That's it. Military rules forbade the soldiers from wearing their military uniforms in public, and they weren't about to change into civilian clothes just to grab a burger and run back to the base. So the restaurant manager, David Rich, came up with a solution, cut a hole in the wall, and allowed members of the military to pick up their order without stepping out of their car. The convenience and simplicity of the idea quickly caught on. Now everybody does it. So that's why they did it. Yeah.
4: That's crazy. Okay.
3: Now someone's going to ride in and go, actually dave thomas freaking rubbed his wiener one day and went wait how about a walker drive up or whatever and if they do that's fine give me some proof that's give me fine. some yeah, citations let's, let's,
4: you know let's see the discerning opinion now that's really cool interesting like uh uh the military there we go making us give it bringing us drive throughs and freedom all right
3: what household object do you think alfred hitchcock was frightened of
4: oh all right let's see uh household <laughs> item and I'll, and I'll say that it would be It was uh, just, a stock of celery wasn't it he was afraid of a stock of celery I'll give you you know
3: what you're, you're closer than you think oh really and by right, that I mean I'll say the refrigerator alright you would uh, let's let's make it more let's say you're closer because it's a food item so think of a food item what food item is Alfred oh, Hitchcock really? okay. terrified of good, good evening
4: what food <laughs> item <laughs> reet uh, reet reet Uh, let's see what would be a frightening? I mean, uh, a, a kumquat is pretty damn frightening. Uh, I, I agree. Cucumbers can be can be terrifying. Yeah, they can be uh, very frightening. Yeah. Uh, let's say, um, uh, let's say, cheese, a banana. Let's say a banana, All just right. to keep just start, keep moving. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Here's here's the answer. It's actually eggs. It's a frightened eggs. Bite. Really? Yeah. Here's a quote. He actually said this in 1963. I'm frightened of eggs. Worse than frightened, they revolt me. What white... <laughs> you, you
4: know, you're doing a great impersonation of Lord Michaels right now, and I don't want you to stop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You tell that Jimmy Fallon he's gonna be great one day. <laughs> uh the white round thing without any holes, and when you break it, inside there's that yellow thing, round without any holes. Blood is jolly red, but egg yolk is yellow, revolting. I'll never taste one. He says.
4: Wow! Yeah. My gosh, he's uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. He needs holes, like that's, His complaint is lack of holes. So, give me a good donut. <laughs> See how many just leave right <laughs> into Warren Michaels. <laughs> Dana, please bring me a donut.
3: <laughs> oh, can we talk about how I had to bounce from that podcast? I wanted to like it so bad, and there were so yeah, many did great you, guests.
4: So, you know what? Once I just accepted the fact that no, no former SNLer is going to go on there without listening to an episode and know that that they're technically going to be the fly on the wall while while uh, David and Dana talk. They just don't. They don't. I mean, look
3: as somebody who talks for a living yeah um i get it you need to be talking <laughs> but those two really like the sound of each other's voices like that's really all they want to do and when they bring in a guest it seems like prime time to really dig into who this guest is it's like
4: oh you got so-and-so yeah. well, awesome. mike Judge. oh let's hear about mike judge Yeah, and, let's hear uh, this guy the whole yeah.
3: time no let's have these two banter constantly so that mike judge barely talks oh it really bugged me
4: it's it, it the, the thing that uh you almost can see it coming is when Danny Carver really wants to do an impersonation of somebody. And so he's like talking to the guests and saying, so you'd say it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like if Mickey Rooney was uh, watching a football match. <laughs> uh, yep. Hey, I'm watching football. Hey, look at me. I'm watching football. Yeah.
3: Everything <laughs> is like this weird. I don't know. I had this, imp- I had this feeling when he was on Comedians and cars getting coffee with, with, uh, with Seinfeld. And yeah. I had the same feeling that he would not, he wouldn't shut up. He just would not right. be quiet. Not, not, I don't mean just be quiet, but just like stop thinking it was all about his turn to say Directing, something.
4: Yes, and and nudging it towards what he does best, which are imp- impersonations. Yeah. But uh, it's rough, oh, man. Man, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually I just finished listening to the Lm Clegghorn one, which um, which I thought was really good. But I almost wanted to like make a diagram of like five minutes of that show. And and, and tweet it to uh, Dana and David and say, here's how much you guys talked, and here's how much Ellen Cleghorn talked during this, this sample five minutes of the show. Yeah,
3: just a pie graph with a little sliver of time she got. Yeah. Just bums yeah. me out.
4: Uh, anyway, bummer, there's that. Because I really like those guys. Yeah, but, they're uh, great.
3: They're funny as hell, no doubt. But boy, they like talking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. pigs don't sweat. We pro- you probably knew that. Yeah. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like I knew that one too. Um, they don't have any sweat glands. They perspire. So. Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's why. <laughs> First of all, Hawkeye, I don't sweat. I perspire. I perspire. Yeah. They roll Second around in all, the mud. I don't perspire.
3: They roll in the mud to get uh, clean and to avoid the uh, to cool gaze off. of the, of the predator. The predator can't see them hmm. if they're covered in cold <laughs> mud.
4: <laughs> Quit spoiling prey.
3: Ah, uh, it's spoiling the original predator more than prey. But there are things in prey. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah. They play. They, sure. they play with that some.
4: I'm sure they do. They
3: can't not. Yeah. Uh, the fuller your fridge, the more energy efficient it is. Ooh. So put more that shit makes in sense. there. Yeah, because yeah. they're all the cold items are actually contributing to keeping other newer things cold, more so than the actual device. If it's like three or four items, the the fridge is doing all the work. So pack that cool. fridge, baby. Get it oh,
4: in there, man. Two things, two recent things I got that I gotta talk about how awesome they are yeah. that are in my fridge right now. Yeah, uh, both at Trader Joe's. Yeah, they're chimichurri sauce. This is like this little tub you get in the in the refrigerator section, and I put a a dollop of that in my scrambled eggs as I'm scrambling the eggs as I'm mixing them the, them up. Sorry, Alfred Hitchcock, before I uh, (laughs) cook them (laughs) and then cook them and it's like they're cooked into the eggs. They're so damn good. Chimichurri sauce. And then the um, sweet and hot jalapenos. So I had this recipe a while back of these candied jalapenos, right, that you'd have to pickle and they'd have to sit there for weeks and weeks and weeks. No, now I'm just going to go buy them from freaking Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's a jar of them. Yeah. And they are so good. Dude,
3: Trader Joe's is the greatest place to buy groceries in the history of the it world. It
4: Kind of is. It's expensive, but it's it's still kind of really good. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like I found I
3: found we get, well, it's a trade-off, right? Like there's some stuff that's yeah. cheaper and still better, but then there's things that are more yeah. expensive but so much better. So much better. Trader Joe's, it. yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it there. Yeah. All right. Uh Umbrellas Swan sauce
4: bio cow. Okay, I'll have to look for that. Oh.
3: Trader Joe's is so cheap, says uh
4: it says kissy bears. Yeah, my,
3: my experience is most for the most part, you can really save money there, but it, but if yeah. you want certain items you're gonna pay more for those. There
4: items. are a few things that are a little bit more expensive. Boy, they're they're wine though. I mean you can get the three buck chuck there, which is the uh the Charles uh whatever wine, which isn't bad. It's better than three dollar wine. wine should be.
3: Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, but, every, uh, I, I can't think of anything bad I ever had at Trader Joe's. It's freaking yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, umbrellas were once only used by women, Brian. Only women used umbrellas. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they did it let's see. associated with the fashionable parasols women would carry with them nicer days to keep the sun mm. from their skin. But in sure. the mid-18th century... The barriers uh, started to fall with public figures like ph- philanthropist Jonas Halloway carrying umbrellas during public events. And then soon others took notice and said, you know what? We could also keep the sun off our face and the rain off our clothes. We don't have to be fancy men. We can just be like
4: the ladies. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. that's
3: good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Here's my favorite. All right. Uh <clears throat> Number 16 on this list is squirrels are behind most power outages in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> most of them.
4: Really? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, this, this feels like some, some squirrel hate yep. coming, but uh, all right.
3: The uh, American Public Power Association, or APPA uh, have a tr- data tracker. It's called the Squirrel Index. That's how big this is. That analyzes the patterns and timings of squirrels' impact on electrical power system. Turns out the peak times of the year for squirrels attacking are from May to June and October to November. So we're about to enter. We've exited high squirrel time. time we're squirrel. going back in soon. <laughs> Typically, the squirrels cause problems by tunneling, chewing, uh, etc. through uh, electrical insulation or becoming a, cur- wow. a current path between electrical conduits. So basically, they get shot. Like Scrat. Yeah, I'm just visualizing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it is like Scrat. Yeah, just visualizing Scrat. Scrat chewing was great. on the cable.
3: Scrat was the best part of those movies. I think. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Um. All right, I'll give you one more. Scrat we'll was the
4: Sergio Aragones comic <laughs> in the Mad Magazine movie that was Ice Age. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, he was like the Scrat was like the border.
3: Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it.
4: <laughs> that's a perfect way to put it. Here's your. You can normal have that guy. You can tweet that one out later. It's nah, all
3: it's just excellent. It's I've never I could never think of a good way to explain it, but that's what Scrat's job is in those things and why he didn't yeah. have I know he had a couple of shorts dedicated to him. Yeah. yeah. But why he didn't have this runaway, you know, success success so, yeah, on his sure. own. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. All right. Uh Spiderwebs. Ooh, yep. Yeah, they're cool. Uh,
4: a good no doubt song and also a <laughs>
3: <laughs> a thing that comes out of the butt. Well, not really. A the thing butt, that but. comes
4: out of the butt of a spider. Yeah. The bum
3: spider. Spider bum. Spider bum. Spider bum. Spider bum. Uh, it, it, it's ancient Greece and Rome, or this is when this happened. Doctors used to use spider webs to make bandages for their patients. Really? Yeah. They believed, this is supposedly, because mm-hmm. we don't know. I mean, we probably know now, but uh, they sure. believed that they had natural antiseptic and antifungal properties. I never okay. trust anything that says believed to have something something properties
4: <laughs> it does it does feel like just wild speculation doesn't it? Yeah. oh the thing that just came out of a spider's butt i'll bet that has antifungal properties I mean it's like these, you never see mold on it it's like these
3: planters dry roasted peanuts i've been eating it says here yeah uh heart healthy with a big heart logo and then yeah. below yeah. it says <laughs> may reduce the risk of heart disease.
4: May, may. It's a, it's a, their safe word. It's their weasel word, as Randy called it yep. uh, during uh, film set. He was, yes. he was right about that. Um, really? Did you look it up? Did you look up the uh, how how good peanuts are for you? No, um, I didn't do any of it. But I think he's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. It was also
3: said that spider webs are rich in vitamin K, which helps promote yeah. clotting. So next time you're out of band just head to your attic and grab some. With a
4: yeah, some some spider...
3: I can't think of another one. That's all oh, I got. Okay.
4: We had a question last uh, night. Speaking of vitamin K, we, one of our questions, a whole round, they gave us a sheet that had listed riboflavin, niacin, you know, basically listed all of these real names for vitamins or, or scientific names for vitamins. And then we had the A, B1, B2, B3, B9, C, and we had to match up like... Oh yeah, sorbic acid is, is vitamin C. Great, we got that one. Yeah, uh, we, we floundered with a lot of the rest of these. Well,
3: they're hard. There's a bunch.
4: They are hard, yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree. Without looking them uh, up, how the heck do you know? You don't memorize that stuff.
4: Yeah, we, we didn't do well, but apparently nobody did well on that round.
3: <laughs> uh, one, one last mention. I won't read the whole thing, but I didn't realize sure. this was true and our Swedish listeners can confirm, but blood donors in Sweden receive a text when their blood is used. That's kind of cool.
4: Oh, that's cool yeah it's like you're, it's like when your amazon package is 10 stops away yeah
3: <laughs> it's like hey son. your
4: blood was just put into larry gamalka of uh 14th avenue
3: yeah, that's right and over there it'd be uh bjorn borka got a freaking shot or double o negative or whatever the hell you got
4: <laughs> that blood has a license to kill right <laughs> yeah it does
3: all right uh well that's it for your fun list now It's our fiduciary duty here on the show to inform you as to what happened recently in the headlines, so it's time for the news. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by...
4: Brought to you by the aforementioned bean-based spaghetti noodles. We don't know what kind of beans they are, but they're (laughs) great.
3: My wife would tell me if she was here. She's not. uh, But I can't remember. But they're really good. I really recommend them. I honestly can't tell the difference between that and some you know, fat pasta, yeah. and they yeah. always—I don't Noodles, feel gross after. They're great, they're real good. Noodles
4: and Company has uh, some pretty good, like zoodle, like the zucchini noodle options. But there's some that are made with, oh, maybe it's beans. It's made with some other, some other vegetable, and the, they're actual. They taste like pasta, as opposed to zoodles just being like little strips of zucchini. Yeah, which I enjoy yeah. in its yeah. own way. I but, like uh, those too. Yeah, yeah, you know.
3: I just wish that place would clean their floors, man. Every time I go in there.
4: Oh, really? You have a dirty floor. The
3: well, they use carpet for some reason. God. Get, they get that like the short really business get... carpet, you
4: know? Yeah, it's, it's right just... there in the name. Company's coming, clean your floors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or maybe it's the company part that made them get like. A maybe co- it's right. It's floor. actually
4: it's not the noodles. It's the company that dirty their floors. Maybe yeah. Yeah. chickpea, chickpea. That's it. I guess it is oh, garbanzo chickpeas, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, chickpea, garbanzo, bees. chickpea, sewer peas, all the same thing. Sewer peas, sewer peas.
3: I've never heard of sewer peas. That's gross. Yes, I don't want that. Uh,
4: not spelled the same way though.
3: Oh, we're like sewer like s
4: e u e r peas. No s u e u. I knew it was like it's like. Uh is it or may, or those sweet peas? Well, maybe I've been getting them wrong. I thought sewer peas were There's a different, bunch of we're different peas. another name for chickpeas. So maybe many peas so many peas. You know? I keep seeing le sewer as a brand.
3: Yeah, i never even heard of this. Sewer
4: peas. Um let's see here. Hold on. I'm trying to
3: Some of the home's already going, isn't that where all the pea goes in the sewer?
4: <laughs> sewer here. <laughs> sewer pea. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Chickpeas. I can't find the other name. I always thought that that sewer peas was another name name for uh, chickpeas, but it was spelled S U E U R. Interesting. Huh.
3: Yeah. Chickpeas are uh, definitely the base of these, and they're like, um, I don't even know how to describe them. They're so good. I
4: love it. I love garbanzo beans. Yeah. You know, hummus and all that stuff.
3: Yeah. So many things come out of those. Those beans are pliable, I guess. They
4: are magical beans. They're magical fruit.
3: Yeah. The more, I heard the more you eat, the more you do
4: Actually, that's the thing. They don't make me toot. It's been said.
3: Yeah, they don't make me toot in this form. I don't know why.
4: No, the more you the more you dream. Apparently.
3: Yeah, the more I dream, (laughs) and the more I dream, the more I tell on the show. So let's have things for every mo. All right. Couldn't rhyme it. Um, (laughs) Let's get to this first story. A confused and jealous wife in the news. Oh man. You know, it's one thing to have a confused wife. We've got a confused and jealous wife.
4: Mm, it's a horrible combination, right there.
3: Yeah, bad combo. She stabbed her husband after seeing her younger self in old photos. She thought it was somebody who was cheating with.
4: <laughs> who is this young hot woman that you're with? Yep. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, it's me. Oops, I've stabbed you. Yeah. Um, a woman stabbed her husband several times after thinking she found photos of him with a younger woman. It turns out that uh, she herself was that older, or that other woman. The photo of the couple was taken years ago, and they were when they were dating. Police in Sonora, Mexico, said authorities from the municipality of Kajim or Kajeme (laughs) It's
4: now the Kajeme, yeah.
3: Is it Kajeme? I don't know.
4: No, I think it's Kajeme. 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 Oh yeah, because the J we're in in Mexico. Anyway, uh, reported
3: the suspect identified only as Lenora N. was arrested after wounding her husband, Juan N. with a knife after finding several of these photos. Now what I want to know is did she not notice
4: that her husband looked younger in these photos? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's so many questions.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. really weird. All
4: hath no fury like a confused, jealous woman scrolling through Amazon photos. That's
3: <laughs> right. The husband, he um, he's the one that managed to take the knife from her in the end. Explained that the photos were from back when they were more youthful and slim. I think your wife might have some memory issues. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Uh, he- yeah. Heavy on the confused. <laughs> yeah. Low on the uh, anger management um, <laughs> Juan apparently convinced his wife he had digitized the old snapshots to store on his phone. Fortunately for the man, the police arrived at the scene after neighbors heard screaming and sounds of the scuffle uh they have not charged her yet, but yeah, that's uh, you're a little too jealous when it's your own image that f- makes you fly out the yeah, handle,
4: yeah exactly, But maybe he does maybe he's been
3: doing stuff, and this is just the latest thing and now he's got an excuse but before this he was like dallying around I don't know maybe
4: and she's you know she's basically got cause for for worry like there's a precedent set yeah something. Yeah. It's weird. probably I bet something's know. a
3: little weird there don't know what it she's is She's just
4: looking for some reason to stab him I think That uh, <laughs> sounds about right you make this snorting noise in the middle of your sleep when you sleep on your back here <laughs> e- stab 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 uh, Check, leave check. peanuts in the bed
3: if you lived in Nevada which you know Brian only visits there Yeah,
4: I don't want to live in Nevada.
3: No, nobody wants to live. That's not true. People want to live in Nevada just fine. Um, (laughs) Sorry, show (laughs) Yeah, you guys are all great. Uh, But a copy and paste error resulted in a Nevada home buyer getting 87 properties for the price of one house
4: jackpot
3: yeah that's what it sounded like to me <laughs> 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 exactly yeah um a nevada home buyer literally got more than she bargained for her and ended up with an entire swath of lots in a subdivision in west central part of the state uh while buying a single family home the buyer was originally uh, purchasing a single family home in sparks nevada valued at five hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. geez wow. just a couple of years ago that would have been like 220
1: yeah right yeah.
4: probably
3: <laughs> However, the Washoe County, Nevada Assessor and Washoe County uh, Recorder's Office had records showing the buyer gained not just the property she was buying, but also 84 extra houses, including two parcels in Toll Brothers Stonebrook Development just northeast of Reno.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. It was, I was uh, <laughs> learning how to use uh, Microsoft Word, and I didn't know the, you know, the copy and paste, and just uh, yeah, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. I love it. Um, it got flagged, of course, and then they quickly notified the company involved and everybody you know, freaked out. But it was somebody just accidentally did a bad copy and paste. As that Jeez. Out. And wow. So it doesn't stick. I'm afraid to tell you, lady. You don't get all... It's, they didn't get to keep it? No, they, they no. don't. No.
4: Clerical error in your favor. Collect 84 lots.
3: <laughs> Man, if that were true, I'm trying to think of something that happened to me. I can't think of anything. Nothing ever happens in my favor. But if I've ever had a mistake in my favor yeah it'd be great if you could go oh i'm sorry insurance company only charged me a dollar uh for my eight hundred dollar visit right sweet right. i'll just pay that dollar no they always yeah
4: you just you know listen when when stuff like that happens it is our duty to not report it and just smile and say one for me
3: yeah one for me <laughs> i do like the idea that james screwed it up i think we should send this
4: <laughs> yes or as uh And somebody, Kevin Kipper? No, somebody said no. Free Rangers asked, "Why is it Steve Buscemi?" It's like, oh, where have you been? Come (laughs) on, oh, you got it. If you knew James James Adams, yeah, if you knew James, you'd know that what Brian did
3: there was a dead-on James impression. (laughs) But that's the problem. He's kind of a low-key guy.
4: He is. You might even
3: be a same-sex Mary fan, but you don't hear him talking on the albums. You just hear him sing. Yeah, you just hear him sing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's dead-on. But I do kind of want to send him the link on text and say. Uh, yo bro this you or something like that just see what he says <laughs> just see if i can get a little rise out of him you know
4: yeah right sure um <laughs> did you do this <laughs> yeah wait, or wait i'm hoping to see them at the beginning of september i think they're gonna make it we're we're uh uh i've already got like a few things kind of planned for this this kind of guys trip that we're taking out there me and barry and tristan and and uh, the real chris brown uh We're going to this place called The Cabinet, which is a new bar in Bally's that has a hidden speakeasy behind a safe door. Whoa.
3: Do you have to have it's a like, keyword? What right. do you have
4: to do? You have to have a password, yeah. And you have to pick up the phone next to the safe and ask them for the password. And then a little tiny hole opens up on the safe and you, you go through there. Love it.
3: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Love that super stuff. cool. Yeah. They have to tell me how that goes. It's called The Cabinet, I it's will. called? What a weird name.
4: It's called The Cabinet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Odd name. It is, yeah. Uh, Where was I? Well,
4: it's like a Cabinet of Curiosities is the reason it's called that. They've got all sorts of weird crap on the walls and stuff.
3: Yeah, like you do in Vegas. It's It's like a
4: satanic TGI Fridays or or something.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Got severed goat heads and things up there. That's (laughs) That's
4: right. Um, TGI, thank um, God it's uh, June 6th, 1966. That's
3: right. right. Um, All right, one story here about a builder. guy's building a house. This is yep. in the U.K., so I guess, you know, uh, Zoe and uh, Claire and all of you get excited. Uh-huh. Got hit by a bottle of pee. Bottle of pee. Yep. Got dropped from a crane in Worthing, and um, he's recovering at home. It's actually hit him pretty hard. Jeez. The man, the man who was part of a team of builders working on a new health care center, or as they say in the U.K., Sentry. They don't say that, <laughs> but they spell it that way. <laughs> in Worthing was taken to the hospital. He is now recovering at home. And I went said the worker was out cold after the bottle hit him in the head. I will put hit by something warm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the witness said somebody in the crane did something they're not supposed to do. Oh yeah. Sussex police and the health and safety executive will be investigating the accident. Uh, police were called around 5:30 PM. Blah, blah, blah. The man let's see reportedly suffered from neck pain and was told, uh, or was taken to the hospital as a precaution. Teams for me, uh, teams of builders have been working on the site, uh, wor- this place in Worthing for two years, uh, blah, blah, blah. Their safety is number one. Uh, the responsible contractor health and safety, uh, is Galford try what Galford tries number one priority. I don't know why they're telling us that guy's name. I don't care about that guy. Anyway, he says we can confirm the incident took place at the site. Investigations are underway. Boy,
4: you guys wow. make a lot out of a bottle of pee. over there. <laughs> guy said to the crane operator, you're in so much trouble oh, now.
3: Oh, man.
4: I, just, I submitted that as a title, too, because I wanted to do it before somebody else did.
3: Someone play some Urethra Franklin music. Ah! No, that doesn't work. How about... For a
4: crane operator, that guy's a real whiz. He's ah. a
3: whiz at his job. Pee!
4: Ah.
3: <laughs> um, anyway, they'll take That's care okay. of it. It'll all work out
4: in the end. After, the, after their shift, they all went and got pissed.
3: Of course. That's what they do. They get pissed over there. They do. Yep. And then they took the piss out of each other, or whatever they say it. Nah,
4: That's right. Isn't that a thing? Yep. Yeah, It is, yeah. Taking the piss. Oh, I'm just taking the piss. Oh, I'm just taking the piss.
3: We should we should adopt that one. That one's pretty good. Let's do that. Final story. A uh, California doctor says he caught his wife dumping Drano in his lemonade after he rigged the camera with kitchens. Or, sorry, the kitchen with cameras. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Mixed two words up. That shouldn't have been. Uh, California radiologist said uh, he was uh, has video evidence of his wife, a dermatologist, sprinkling his drinks with dangerous health household chemicals like Drano wow. on multiple occasions. Uh, this is in Irvine, so shout out OC. Uh, they arrested 45 year old <laughs> dermatologist Dr. Yu <UU>, Yu, <laughs> who also sorry, I don't know why that's funny. It just
4: does. It gets even funnier with the next line.
3: Yeah, who also goes by Emily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine. Uh, that's let's see. True. Last week on suspicion of poisoning, she has not been yet formally charged. Uh, Dr. Jack Chen, her 53-year-old husband, filed for an order of protection on Friday. I am fearful of being in the same home and in the presence of, of uh respondent due to ro- respondent's record, recorded attempts to poison me with Drano. Dang. You not have to
4: call a respondent.
3: It's your freaking wife.
4: (laughs) You know, legal terminology. They have to to do this thing, I guess. I don't know. I guess so, but you could say your
3: wife. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. He wants a restraining order. Um, Drano is a brand name chemical uh, used that the government describes as very dangerous if ingested or inhaled or placed in contact with your eyes or skin.
4: Oh, thank you, U.S. government, for describing Drano for Drano splaining <laughs> yeah. to us. Drano splaining, drain splaining, yeah. Drano spl drain splaining. <laughs> there yeah. were some famous uh, killings
3: here in Utah back in the '80s, early '80s, maybe late '70s. I was a tiny kid, so I don't remember much about it. But they were famous because they went to like a somebody's hardware store or something like that, kicked in the doors, broke in. They thought they were just going to take money, but they ended up torturing the people living there or working mm. there. And they did everything from forcing them to drink Drano.
4: Oh my god.
3: Some of them had them pour Drano in their ears. Uh, what was Ugh. the other thing? Oh, kicked pins in their ears and junk like that. It's it yeah, bad.
4: It sounds like that uh, that movie that I was trying to think of a few weeks ago. Somebody finally did tell me what it was, but I, I still... And now, again, I can't remember it, but it was like where the... the um, this group of people breaks into this house and they've got masks and stuff and I think I figured out it's got oh. Naomi Watts or, uh, not Naomi Watts. Naomi uh, Watts. Uh, what is that? I know yeah. this movie. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, like they, they basically just torture the family as opposed to just, you know, taking stuff, taking and stuff
3: and leave. Yeah. Oh, hi, yeah. the hi-fi murders. That's right. Uh, Captain Kipper murders, has okay. it. That's exactly that's what they were called. Yeah. I think well, there was a TV movie made and some other stuff. I don't know.
4: Strangers. Is that the movie I'm trying to remember? Uh, is it strangers?
3: Ooh. Strangers. That's, that sounds horrible. I don't want to see that movie.
4: No, I don't either. I like that, that's horror like movies, a, but that's awful. That's definitely a, uh, let's see, 2008 Strangers. Liv Tyler, maybe that's who I'm thinking of, Liv Tyler. Let's see. uh, Who state a vacation home is disrupted by three mass criminals who infiltrate the home. Oh, The Strangers. Just Strangers. Oh, The Strangers, yep. Uh-huh. Uh oh. Wait, uh, yeah, the one in 08, right? Um. Yep. Yeah.
3: Jim Award, Love Tyler, Scott Speedman. Oh yeah, Scott Speedman.
4: Jim Award, yeah. Dollface, pinup girl. That these are those are the masks I seem to remember seeing on the uh the movie poster.
3: Damn dude. That sounds gnarly.
4: Ugh. Ugh.
3: All right. Well, call your dad Steven and tell him you need help. All right. uh that's it for today's news we will now take a break and when we come back we'll spend some time with bill and then bobby and then we'll see what we have time for we don't know we're a little bit short today uh but brian you got to play a song so play that song
4: yeah let's go to a singer uh soulful pop singer songwriter named hunter moreau spelled like the island of doctor dot 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 Mm. brand new single from her called be all right this is uh i don't know it's got shades of um Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, but also uh, more mod- like more uh, singers outside of the pop world. Um, I really, really dig this. It is called Be All Right, Here Is, full name, Hunter Moreau.
2: Went to the corner store to pick up my serotonin. The shelves were empty, they were all out of stock called up a friend of a friend said that idol and he sold the last of it just my luck looking for the green lights i think it's gonna be fine cause it might be a mess but this mess is mine yeah i might be a mess but i'll be all right i'll be Glad. But I'll be alright. I'll be alright, I'll be alright. I'll be alright, I'll be alright. I'll be alright. Cause it's 85 and I'm in my prime and I got some friends.
3: The Morning Stream. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. And we're back. Who was that one more time?
4: <laughs> Nothing like a song from Hunter Moreau called <laughs> Be All Right. <laughs>
3: I like how deep she went into explaining how all yeah. the things were Chick Fil A brand.
4: So now I'm starting to think that she's hoping for some sort of sponsorship. She wants some, like she wants to be the the Jared of uh, maybe <laughs> of Chick Fil A or Starbucks or Walmart or something.
3: Yeah, stop short of the part where Jared goes to prison for. Uh, yeah,
4: stop short of that part. Maybe maybe abuse. she wants to be the uh, the Herb of uh, <laughs> the Herb. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I
3: don't know. I've got my eye on her though. We'll see how things go. Yeah.
4: Oh, um, TV's Travis says actually it might be funny games cuz that's the one that has Naomi Watts. So that's probably that is probably the one I'm oh, thinking of. Okay. Similar plot to The Strangers.
3: I like the one that's like a reverse of that where they break in and then the guy from uh Alien or the, the guy from uh Avatar ends up being a blind veteran from the Marines or whatever and kicks the shit out of everybody.
4: What was that Oh, called? really?
3: Oh wow. Yeah, I can't remember. They thought he was an easy Target because he's blind and old yeah. and all that. And then when they go in there to get him, uh, he turns out to be just like freaking Ninja John Wick and just destroys everybody. it's I can't remember Fun. the name of the movie, though. It's really good, though. Anyway, hey guys, what's this? Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us from uh, the beautiful uh, parts of the world over there known as the Pacific Northwest and also <laughs> the fantastic company that he started called PunishProps.com. He's here to talk about making things like he does every Tuesday. Bill, welcome back.
1: Hello! Hello! Happy to be here. Hello. Feeling good. Yeah, getting excited. We're oh, going to DragonCon this year.
4: Oh my gosh! Yes, I saw what, your tweet about that. What oh when are
3: the What are the dates? When is it this year? Same as always. Labor uh, Day weekend. Uh,
1: yeah, Gosh. September second.
3: Same um. as it ever
4: was. All right. <laughs> same as it ever was. No, that's same cool. As it ever was.
3: Are you? Uh, so this is a couple years you haven't been. So this is your first year back in a couple, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. It's been two years. Very nice. excited. Nice. Yeah. nice. Is wow. it um, like same same setup as far as like four hotels stretched mm-hmm. through? Like they are just saying, "Yep, we're 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 just going right back to normal." Yeah, I was at, wearing a mask anyway so right
1: they actually ran it last year they had the event last oh, year i did i did oh. not go yeah. okay um but uh yeah so hopefully they figured everything out last year and this year it'll be smooth sailing for me that's, that's what, awesome. what's your big
3: um, you got a big cosplay fan or plan for who you're gonna be or whatever Still. We're
1: working on costumes from the game Satisfactory.
3: Oh, very nice! Yep. Oh,
1: cool! The, uh, the pioneers—it's like a sci-fi uh, factory worker with a cool space helmet that I'm uh, working on right now. <laughs> Actually, the parts are printing right now.
3: They are yes. very cool uh, suits in that game, but you rarely you get to well, you see them in co-op. Obviously, you just see your friends, mm-hmm. but you never really see yourself in it because it's all first person. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's a really cool pull, though. I think people mm-hmm. dig it. That's good. I like it.
1: And Brittany and I are each making one. We both play the game a lot, um, so it'll be
3: fun. Yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of fun, you're always up to something, working on something cool. Mm-hmm. Tell us what we got going this week.
1: I, I wanted to muse a little bit with my, you two, my my creative friends, some of my creative friends. Um, so you guys probably took some art history classes, right? Sure did. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. I took a lot of art history classes. <laughs> yeah. So there are all these fun, like there are these specific periods in history where artistic movements kind of jumped forward, right? Made a lot of really cool creative art. We, you know, we think of the the Renaissance, an obvious one, the French Impressionism, another good time. That got a name, right? It got the Renaissance or what about right now? What are they gonna call hmm. this period of art? I wonder. Because I think it's I think it's I think we're going through an artistic movement right now. Yeah. And I'm curious how history's gonna look back on it.
3: Yeah, I wonder too. Um I also think we're on the pre- precipice of some weird weirdness. Um and by that I mean uh-huh. I think so okay. Somebody showed me this the other day and it kind of weirded me out. There's a lot of talk about AI and AI being able to sort of do enough for for let, let's say you're making a, an RPG game and you need 50 portraits for your uh you know, your Baldur's Gate like RPG. And these little fantasy portraits, guys got a patch and a bald head, and the other next person's got a big full beard and he's some kind of warrior guy with an axe half shown in the image or whatever it is. It used to be you would commission an artist and they would make, or they worked there and they would make all of these portraits one by one for your game. It is now not only feasible, but 100% possible to just feed information into an AI and have it spit these images out and have them look as good as you want them to look, and you didn't have to pay anybody. Now, that's one thing. Fine. Whatever. It helps with automation. Fine. But I also heard about this site where their whole thing is we do AI generated art and we do it based on the style of the artist you want. Mm-hmm. So you can go over there and say, like Brian's always bringing a Bill Sankiewicz uh, from Marvel fame. Mm-hmm. I want Sankiewicz looking, uh, you know, Batman. They'll do it and they'll. <laughs> And Bill gets no credit or money for it. He gets nothing <laughs> right. for it. They just get this AI who spits out this art based on the style of some famous artist you mentioned. Could be dead, could be alive. It doesn't matter. That's a little worrisome for me. Mm-hmm. So, what I hope to bring it back to your point, what I hope happens is we'll look back on these initial years of digital art mixed with traditional art and how it connected art to people and vice versa that we'll look at that as a real renaissance period. Mm-hmm, yeah. But we might be heading down a little bit of a dark ages moment. Of like <laughs> It's not going to, it's going to get a little bit weirder before it gets better. So I'm, I'm both, I'm both excited for how this will be viewed and a little nervous about how the next phase mm-hmm. gets viewed. But anyway, this just been on my mind. Wanted to fart it out there since you brought it.
1: Yeah. Up. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, definitely. I like to look at the example from French impressionism. That was a, a response to the camera. To, the, to photography. Mm-hmm. And I, I like to... I don't know what's going to happen with AI art. I haven't really been investigating it too much. But my initial thought is that artists will do what they did back then where it was perfect. This, this machine, this technology could make a perfect representation of whatever you pointed it at. And people like, ooh, art is dead. And then the fresh impressionists were like, well, we can do stuff with paint that you can't do with a, with a, a photograph. So we're going to go off in this crazy tear and make something that no one has even heard of before. Uh, so my hope is that with AI art, it will drive artists to figure out what that what version of that is for us right now, and make some really weird, wacky stuff that can only be made by a human somehow. I don't know what that is, but I bet people are. We have top men on the on the case. <laughs>
3: top <laughs> men, top That's right men.
1: Uh, especially though. So originally, my my. Um, I, I want to talk about now as like art history sort of thing. Uh, people are getting crazy good at art now. Like I think better than ever mm-hmm. hmm. uh, in, in almost every regard. Like, like if you watch a movie from the fifties, it's good, but the way people acted back then is not how people act in real life. And I feel like nowadays actors act a lot more naturally. and I I, in a way I believe I think is more believable sure Uh, but also in movies practical effects have gotten way better visual effects have gotten way better props and costumes are just crazy good Uh, drawing and painting both digital and real has gotten amazingly good I follow so many illustrators online uh, and I can watch them get better in real time on Instagram it's amazing
3: Oh yeah, uh, you music- just flip down their, their little catalog there and it's like, oh my gosh, even in a couple of years you can see huge mm-hmm. jumps. Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh sculpture, music, everything. I, I just I observe all this stuff all day, every day, and it just for the last like twenty years and it just it feels like it's exploding. Yeah. Um one of the reasons is like tools are getting better, easier, and cheaper. Uh especially like digital tools. Um I've been so We'll take my my example. I used uh, um, 3D Studio Max in like 1998. (laughs) Yeah. Compared to 3D modeling tools now, it's night and day. It's just crazy how much better and easier they are to use. Sure. Uh, Art supplies have become commoditized enough that they're super cheap, like paint, paint paintbrushes, that sort of stuff is really cheap now. Uh, And uh, like with digital stuff, not only is it good now, but a lot of it's free a lot of it's cheap or free you can do it right on your phone oh yeah um there yeah, are the, apps on your phone where you can produce an entire uh like electronic song like like electronic music
3: even even it's the ju- even even the jumps in digital have been significant in, sen- in the sense of like you know six seven years ago
0: mm-hmm. your
3: option was if you really wanted to do killer stuff your option was to go buy about a three thousand dollar wacom tablet and mm-hmm. attach it to your already two thousand dollar computer or whatever uh, subscribe to 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 Photoshop or some other thing, and that was just kind of the way. It's still attainable, but it was you know a little more of a wall. These days, mm-hmm. you can literally go buy a very capable iPad Pro or even lesser iPad with pencil support, get uh, Procreate for f- fifteen bucks. And bam, you're in it for less than your 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 uh your Wacom would have cost you and, and there are people doing entire comic book runs, entire oh, yeah. you know, paintings that get blown up to billboard size or whatever. Like it's just it's just within your hand it's within your reach mm-hmm. more than it's ever been. It's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And this all gives especially young people who have a lot of time, uh it gives them an opportunity to practice a lot. Like way more than you could if you had to like fill a sketchbook or Um, Cover a canvas and then get a new canvas. Like everyone's getting tons and tons of repetition. Yeah. Uh, The knowledge is more available. You know, obviously YouTube is just awash with uh, tutorials uh, and that people share. So people, when someone invents a new technique, I know in in cosplay, whenever someone invents something new, first thing they do is share it with everyone else. Uh, So the 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 knowledge base in a in a creative community is like raising across the board everyone everyone learns as the as um people invent new t- techniques yeah but also it's possible to like like you can follow the coolest artist that you could imagine on instagram and then send them a message and it's likely they'll get back to you yeah could you imagine it could you imagine if like picasso was on, on twitter <laughs> you right? could res-
4: like you'd respond to all your questions yeah yeah
1: if you if you if you uh
4: yeah and you and you could tweet
1: him and he would get back to you. That's just mm-hmm. just that thought mm-hmm. blows my mind. But we can do that now. There are just so many amazing artists online that you can follow and it's a good chance they'll get back it's to you. It's
3: true of writers, it's true of uh, directors, it's true of almost anybody now, which is great mm-hmm. because it's that that gap of you're in a, some rarefied space and we're all just plebeians lapping up your work is is that's <laughs> not what it used to be. It's now it's a much right. closer yeah. closer knit re- uh, relationship than ever
1: yeah so i hope I do hope that history looks back on this time and remembers this giant cheap leap forward we took because it 's been pretty cool to live through it
3: I agree it's easy to get wrapped up in all the downsides of mm-hmm. uh, society getting too close to each other <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh forget that you know these are these are massive leaps forward in just how we interact. I mean, the fact that I can hang up with you and I could call Patrick right now and talk yeah. to him in Helsinki, Finland is science fiction 50 years ago it just didn't yeah, happen please. so you know like I, I, I i'm i'm glad you brought it up because it's an important thing to keep your head around it's not all it's not all doom and gloom baby sometimes no, you got to no, look at yeah. the bigger picture and the bigger picture is we're we're closer than we've ever been everybody has more collaboration than they've ever had it's all cheaper than mm-hmm. it's ever been it's it's all pretty cool in lots of ways mm-hmm. uh very cool well i'm excited uh to uh i don't know See where it goes. Even even the even the weird looming AI stuff, I'm I, I still want to see it play out.
1: Yeah. Like, I haven't tinkered with it too much, but I'm definitely paying attention. <laughs> yeah, you have
3: to. How how can you not, right? Uh mm-hmm. oh, I also somebody showed me this would be of interest to you, somebody showed me a link. Or it wasn't a I li- I couldn't go use it because it's not available to everybody, but they're doing AI generated 3D imagery now. So they're doing stuff mm-hmm. for oh, wow. printing. So if you're like Darth Vader helmet, and it just does it and <laughs> then you've got uh, it. and you may you might go in and go tweak 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 and make a few tweaks and boom you're printing your thing or you could say Darth Vader helmet in Mad Max Fury Roadland and it will do some crazy <laughs> oh, version of it really? and all oh, the works is, done. stuff. a
1: week for 3D modeling a space helmet from Satisfactory.
3: Exactly. <laughs> like, this is like why this days. is why some people are concerned is that it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. if a digital painting takes me 40 hours, it'll take a computer 4 minutes and uh, mm-hmm. and if it's good enough, right? that's the trick is up till now it's all been a little weird and a little off and a little eh. but if it gets good enough then you do kind of change the 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 dynamic i think we keep up with the dynamic like i'm always brought back to you know back in the day there was this huge thing about uh uh freaking um oh lotus one two three comes out and the entire accounting world went we're dead we're doomed our business is ending we're never gonna need an accountant again this is awful it actually increased jobs in the accounting world not it's like the complete op- opposite and in exponential numbers so i'm not i remember that enough to know that i it's easy to get like nervous about this but the truth of it is we don't know yet like we just don't know yeah yeah it may change everything in some other positive way i don't know We have to think about it uh but anyway bill always fun to talk about this stuff with you and uh i know you got a bonus link for us what do you got over there
1: yeah this is uh Video we made with our friend Ali Spagnola. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So she flew into Seattle a few weeks ago with a wacky project idea. She wanted to make a sculpture uh, that is a bear with antlers. And we were able to make this entire sculpture in our basement in two days without buying anything. I had all the supplies. (laughs) I am mighty proud. That is awesome. Wow, and it was just super, super fun. allie has got so much energy. She's a great friend and a super creative person. And the video is just fun. It's just we just had a great time.
3: Oh, this looks great. I'm I haven't watched the entire thing yet, but I saw some some preview on TikTok or on her account on there. I think, and I went, oh, I need to go watch this. So now mm-hmm. I know where to go. Uh, Go check it out. That's uh, Alex Bagnolo's cool. account. I, you probably cross-posted this or something. It's probably in yours. Probably. You? It's
4: yeah. Work. yeah, who knows? Probably. Uh, hey, Bill, really quick question before you go. Rainbow Bright wants to know if you're going to make the Sandman's helm. Oh, at, uh, no. Skull, uh, the skull, no, seatbelt mask thing that he wears. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Stephen
1: K. Smith is working on one. So if you cool. look up his YouTube channel, he's he's got one he's working on. I think nice. he's got a one or two-part video series up.
3: Nice. Very cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's Bill Duran, everybody. Chinbeard on Twitter and PunishProps.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.
4: Yep. See you.
3: See, Dana and and, uh, David. This is how you do a guest. That's how you let
4: a guest talk.
3: Yeah, you let them speak, have their say, (laughs) you know, for a whole hour and a half or however long your show was. I'm
4: going to do another impersonation (laughs) of Norm Michaels. You know, you know what I like best about Lauren Michaels is that 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 that. That's
3: a pretty good David Spade. It's not bad.
4: Yeah, you should uh, be proud okay. of that. Okay, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a little. I bit, kind of leaned into James. Has at the a end of that more James, yeah.
3: yeah, All right, well, as you got
4: two minutes of Bobby, <laughs> you
3: got two minutes of <laughs> Bobby, Bobby time, or you know, That's we'll right. see what we can do here. Here, where are we here? Oh yeah, this. Yeah. Science. Hey, you guys! Science, science time with Bobby. Look at him. Just look at him. That's what he would look like without long hair. <laughs> if he cut it, uh, it's all right here. It's all there. It's know, just pulled back.
4: You need to do a Billy Mitchell cosplay, Bobby. Like, yeah. uh, did I mention this before?
0: No, you haven't. Just get yeah, a killer so Billy,
4: score in like Donkey Kong, and you're all set, man. Exactly. Get a get a flag tie, and uh, <laughs> you'd be you'd 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 be a great billy mitchell uh when, cosplay when yeah. i was
0: growing my hair out and it wasn't it was just really big and shorter around ear length um i look remarkably uh, almost identical to uh to a young um george lucas
3: oh yeah i oh, could yeah, see, yeah, see that yeah, yeah. Uh, those old shots of him around episode four poking around looking like director man totally yeah 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 uh well all right it's good to have you here as always um you bring science with you yeah uh, i would love to know what you have brought with you today what have you brought
0: yeah well so i was uh poking around in some science stuff and there was a, a article that came out recently that i thought was interesting it, it touches on uh political science a little bit Um, And it's the idea that uh, looking at the effect of of television on polarization, political polarization. So a lot of times we blame social media for political polarization, right? Yeah, usually. Sure. So the pipeline being like social media leads to these echo chambers, which then leads to more polarization of people, which then, you know, causes more echo chambers and so on and so forth. That's, That's our scapegoat, right? Even I... Uh, say that you know social media has caused is causing the downfall of the cohesiveness of society because of because of this particular cycle right sure sure the problem is um that when whenever scientists try to do any research um because echo chambers seem to theoretically exist we anecdotally experience them all the time but the problem is that there's a good bit of evidence that they are either very, very weak, or don't even exist at all on a large scale. That's just, anytime researchers try to look into this, they find that that there's just, because of the amount of choice that people have, and when they study and look closely at how people behave on social media, it just seems that um, that people don't engage in these echo chambers that we think they do. They might, you know, they might say, crazy things and, <laughs> yeah. and have crazy opinions and everything that they express, but they're actually engaging in a lot of different places more than we, we realize more than our anecdotes tell us. So if that's the case, if these echo chambers aren't existing in the evidence shows that these echo chambers don't exist, why is polarization happening in the way? Cause that the evidence does show that people are far more politically polarized Um. In oh the past more than we've decades. ever been no no question sure, about yeah. that yeah so if if we thought that the obvious culprit was social media then what is it and so some people Decided to look to an old ancient technology that some of your listeners might not know about, and it's called a cable television. Oh, cable television. Uh, cable oh, my gosh. That's, uh, so that's an old term. Yeah. It's yeah. It turns out so, so a lot of people go to, you know, their favorite podcasts or online news sites to get their political news, but it used to be you turned on the TV to get your news. Um, and some people still do that. <laughs> um, so, so they looked at that and they found that. That it actually turns out that a lot of polarization, political polarization, can be very strongly linked to um, television viewership, and it seems like television is causing more polarization than the internet is. Mm. The the data shows. Yeah. So well, that wouldn't surprise so. me, because you because
3: yeah. because a lot of it comes from uh, you know twenty four hour news networks and people who are really really entrenched in their in their uh, alliances there. Yeah. They're not letting the internet change. I mean, they may have to die off first before none of that matters.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Is there also like something to the the theory that, you know, with with streaming, you're able so quickly to get some information, digest it, go to something else, get some information, digest it, go to something else, as opposed to just locking in and and not having the, not bothering changing the channel. You know? You just let it roll.
0: You're keying in on what the researchers, Brian, what the researchers also think is going on, because that's that's that would be the next step. Like this, this data doesn't really tell us why people are more are being polarized by television more than than internet. But but what some of the behaviors that they've seen, um, and I'm leaving some of the numbers out because they're not as important. Just know that it's strong the the Mm -hmm. effect in television. But uh, what they have seen the data shows is that um users uh, television viewers seem to stay on whatever they're watching they engage with a particular polarized network so they defined left-leaning television as things like msnbc and cnn and anything more left-leaning than that and right being Fox News and Breitbart and anything more right-leaning than that, right? No. Um, But anyway, so people who are left-leaning or right-leaning on the ends of the spectrum, they tend to engage for longer, over longer periods of time, exclusively engage with their particular polarized media before ever venturing outside and looking at something else. And this we're talking about in the order of like six months to 12 months um that's how long people spend if you if you're watching fox news chances are that's all you're watching exactly what you're saying brian that's all you're watching um and you're just leaving it on and you're not changing it and it's just when you go to the news that's what you flip on mm-hmm. but people on the internet and this is again in the data people on the internet tend to see something and they may identify as left or right um po- like leaning f- on those ends of the spectrum but they are engaging with the other side more media from the other side more often or more frequently yeah. than television viewers and and they think that it's because of the ease of being able to engage with those things that because it's served to you so easily it's so much just clicking on something and looking at it or it being shown to you on facebook or something um that's why that's happening
3: yeah because you can reply to a tweet you can mm-hmm. get into a common thread on facebook you can engage in lots of ways that are not possible watching a cable news network um, yeah so it's it's what always throws me is if you've if you've got the kind of life where you can just have uh, something playing all the time while you're getting other things done
0: yeah I
3: do this, but guess what I watch? I watch Futurama or
4: <laughs> right, old
3: reruns of Mash right. or something. I watch old yeah. things, new things, whatever, but that are just sort of happening passively in the background. Why you would choose to use a cable 24-hour news network to fill that need? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand it. But the yeah. difference is, I can I could not understand that and never interact with people who love it. But on the internet, I cannot understand it, and I can interact with those people and find out why they right. feel that way right. or whatever. Sure sure so this is interesting i hadn't
0: really thought of there's it there's a lot way. of yeah there's a lot of super interesting data if you dig in deep to to what they they talked about and and the research that they did like like how for example people who identify as very knowledgeable about politics or being really interested in politics they actually tend to be less polarized in this data yeah. than people who describe themselves as not caring about politics people who are not interested in politics, end up falling on more on the more polarized end of, ends of the spectrum than people who are interested in politics, which I thought was really interesting. I would have intuitively thought that the more into politics you are, the more you might be have an extreme view. But I guess it also makes sense that if you're into politics, you might engage in the arguments more and might think more and, and explore the other side's arguments and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean,
3: the hardest part for me is just when people are straight up stupid. And I, by that I mean I mean performatively right. stupid. I don't actually think they're yeah. stupid. I think right. they're just. But they they they've they've nurdled ner- themselves into a hole so far that they'll say something that I, that is just patently stupid. But it doesn't matter anymore because that's just the side they're on. I, that part I can't. Yeah. That part's hard, and I kind of wish I couldn't interact with it. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> you
0: yeah. know, part yeah. of me just
3: yeah. wishes it was a weird sideshow I could ignore entirely. But um,
0: it's no. it's important research that they do though because. I mean, I really do think that, that a well-functioning democracy relies on informed citizens, right? So, so, making sh- so knowing that it seems like the internet is actually, despite what it seems like, social media and the internet actually is exposing people to more views and might be um, having a more mitigating effect than we think. That's, that's a promising news because dis, you know, despite how things look, might look in the short term, that might tell us that over the long term, things might mellow out as people get better at <laughs> being citizens of the internet. you know? Yeah,
3: because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, we're still in the infant stage of this thing. You know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure.
3: Like yeah. as much as we like to think, oh, the internet's old now. We've been here for a long time. What is it, ninety four? We got the World Wide Web. Rah, 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 rah. Like they <laughs> yeah. people can get that in their heads and think they've they've really mastered it or we're at the we're at the peak mm-hmm. or whatever. But I don't think so. I think yeah. this is like so. I'm Wild optimistic. West time, I'm always you know?
0: an optimist when it comes to this
3: stuff. Well, you're an optimistic guy with optimistic hair, and uh, that's all we need. <laughs> uh, tell people where they can find your awesome science podcast, all around science, so they can get it and listen to more of this great commentary.
0: Well, you could always go to allaroundscience.com where we have all sorts of stuff um, there, including links to our Discord, our Patreon, our feeds, everything that you would want to, to see there. But uh, if you just want to to get the show, which is, as as podcasts, most good podcasts are are free for everyone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's some shade at things like Spotify right there. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, uh, you can just look for All Around Science on uh, anywhere you get podcasts.
3: I agree. That is a great way to find it. And also, I recommend people do it because Bobby makes a fine podcast. Bobby, have a great week, and may science be in your favor. Bye now. You Thanks, too. Bobby. All right. Before- I remember
4: when uh, Lauren was <laughs> trying to explain science to me. uh <laughs> <laughs> Dana, you, uh...
3: (laughs) Oh, oh man uh if it was if it was that show we'd never be done but we're gonna go quick here because Brian's got to yeah. go he's got a heart out so we're going to end the show he's gonna tell we'll me it. what song we're gonna play before he does I'll tell you that we need your support at patreon.com TMS so yeah. that things like our cars getting fixed can happen help'll <laughs> pay for my car yeah, well, how else are we supposed to live we have everyday expenses like the rest of you so please head on over to patreon.com uh, today all right let's get out of here tell me your song before you uh, fly yeah
4: Derek Roden said hey Charlotte and and baldesian <laughs> i don't know what that is no, 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 no. february 1st was my 37th birthday oh you share a birthday with my son tristan Happy your dad, podcast I
3: you? getting it in quick my, sorry
4: your podcast <laughs> keeps me sane in my canadian government job so i truly appreciate everything that you do can you play a cover of muse while we're at it could you pick a random sound clip seven seconds long so glad to say pick 43 sound clips all with the oh, word oh my gosh chi- Ch- chandelier
3: yeah no kidding uh wait a minute so seven seconds he said seven seconds one random seven second sound clip. oh my gosh i don't even know how to find this um let's see let me see if i can do it no nope, that's definitely too short okay let me try this one
2: uncle johnson tell
3: me a story that's definitely not it one more try Trunnal nudity no nah, i can't find one you gotta <laughs> you have
4: to take the combo sorry that's just the way there it you is go. yeah yeah Uh, Love the show, though, eh? Signed, Derek in Canada. Uh, All right, well, um, uh, listen, Muse is one of my favorite bands, too, and uh, uh, somebody, I think it was Tristan Adams at the meetup was pointing out that In that Woodstock 99 documentary, they talked about, oh, over on the other stage is this new up-and-coming band called Muse, so now I've really got to watch it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this band called the Red Hot Chili Pipers released in 2016, an album called Octane where they do bagpipe covers of a bunch of different groups, including this one by Muse. Here is their cover of Starlight. This thing is freaking awesome. It's Muse's Starlight by the Red Hot Chili Pipers. (laughs)
3: The show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
1: They're
4: the babies.
1: Planning for your next trip?
2: Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and
1: so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,